Welcome to Working Smarter, presented by Calabrio, where we discuss contact center industry trends and best practices, as well as sharing success stories and pain points with some of the most innovative professionals in the industry. We're glad you're joining us to learn and grow together in order to provide world-class customer service to each and every one of our clients. My name is Dave Hookstra, Product Evangelist at Calabrio. And my guest today is Kate Browse. Kate is the Strategic Partnerships and PR Lead for NTI. So welcome, Kate. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. I'm really happy to be with you, Dave. That's great. So I wanted to start this out because I, I actually the story of how you and I kind of got connected to do this, this is kind of interesting. Um, I made a post on LinkedIn about... Uh, mental health of agents. And I think you saw that one and you reached out to me and said, Hey, I think that's great. Uh, really glad you're doing it. And you mentioned to me what your organization does. And I was immediately intrigued and I thought I have to get her as a guest on the podcast. So um, first of all, tell us a little bit about NTI and kind of what the mission of NTI is to what they aim to provide. Sure. Thanks for letting me share. NTI is a U.S. nonprofit. We were founded in 1995 with the express mission of helping disabled Americans find jobs that they could do from their homes. We very quickly realized that the call and contact center space was a really good fit. And so we've been doing this for a long time now. We are in our 26th year and we've been doing it so long that, you know, NTI actually stands for National Telecommuting Institute. When we started 26 years ago, the word telecommuting was kind of like a head scratcher. People were like, telecommuting, what is that? Now is that like, like I ride my phone to work? I just sit on top yes. of it and we just push the phone, right? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. And you know, now telecommuting, people are like, oh yeah, telecommuting is so old school. Telecommuting now is called remote working or working at home. So we've kind of come full circle and we've been around for a long time. That's really awesome. And and, and you, uh, hopefully everyone can see why I was immediately intrigued by it, because there's there's rarely in any type of situation where everything is a win win. Right. But this is this is truly a win win helping place those uh, d disabled Americans into jobs that are good jobs and long term and well paying jobs that uh, contact centers can typically afford to bring to the table. And so I'm interested why um, you mentioned to me uh, kind of one of the things that you bring to the table is that you're bringing a different level or quality of employee to the table. What, what did you mean by that? Thanks for letting me share this. Uh, so what we do is we open our doors to all disabled Americans. It doesn't matter what kind of disability they have. We also open our doors to family caretakers of the disabled and we train them for free. So if they are interested in our services and in becoming a call center agent, we are really committed to making sure that their training is free. All of our services are free to them. And then our employer partners in the call and contact center industry end up helping foot the bill for the training for that. But what they get in return is agents who have completed our training. So they know that the people that are going to be coming through our program and then being hired are going to one, know what the job involves, two, already have the skills that's needed, but that really 
interesting thing is that the disability community often comes with a unique skill set. Sometimes companies are hesitant to hire someone with a disability because they're like, oh no, is this person actually going to be able to do the job? But, you know, study after study shows that companies that practice inclusion really see the benefits on the bottom line. And for call center agents in particular, something that they need in spades, generally agents need a lot of empathy. And as a rule, people who are disabled tend to have more empathy than the average individual because they've had to deal with a disability and learn how to do that. They've also learned how to think outside the box and be creative because whatever their disability is, they've had to learn to adapt to it and live their day-to-day lives in a way that somebody without that disability wouldn't have to do. And then the third thing is that most people with disabilities have at some level learned to advocate for themselves, whether it's with their own families or their doctors or their friends. They've learned to speak up and say, this is what I need and this is what I want. And so those skills, the empathy, the creativity and ability to think outside the box and their ability to be self-advocates all translate into making them really great contact center agents if they decide that's the right job for them. That's that's awesome. I mean, and, and you're you're right. I like the point you made about empathy is a strong one. Uh, you know, I think myself, I've been around call center agents a long time in my career. I was one myself back in the late '90s when you guys were getting started up. And uh, the uh, one of the one of the things that's incredibly difficult to teach an agent is empathy. Is to truly kind of put yourself in the 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 caller's shoes or, you know, whatever, whether we're talking about callers or any other style of interaction. And I think that's a fantastic point is that these, uh, these agents that are being hired through NTI, um, have kind of built in empathy because they've, they've been through, uh, you know, a, a difficult situation in a lot of these cases. So I, I think that's pretty amazing. I'm interested to know what kind of feedback you get from the employers uh, that you work with uh, about these agents? I mean, you just kind of walked through a couple of them, but any specific uh, type of feedback that you tend to get on uh, regularly from the employers that are hiring these these, uh, disabled veterans? Absolutely. Our employers tend to love it, um, especially because our agents tend to have lower attrition than the average agent. And that's because they know what's going to come into the job. You know, they know what the job is going to involve. So our training helps them know what the day-to-day life of a call center agent working at home is going to involve. And because of that, they're more prepared for it than somebody who may just say, oh, I see something on the website online, I'll apply. Especially now in the remote world, they have those specific skills already in place. So the attrition is a lot lower. And that's one of the things that our agents, um, excuse, our employer partners really enjoy. But the other thing is just the quality of the people who come to us for training tends to be really high. You know, Dave, disability does not discriminate. And the people who come to us, they've usually been out of the job force for three to five years following the onset of a disease or injury or some sort of, you know, debilitating situation. And they've prior to that usually had fairly decent careers, sometimes, you know, years, sometimes decades in some sort of customer service related organization or position. And so that means that they are coming to us with 
you know, a huge amount of experience, but now because they've had a gap on their resume and many of them are dipping their toe back in the water and trying to figure out, do I want to work? When they find these jobs that are a good fit, when they complete our training and they go, yes, this is for me, it's a fantastic win-win situation for the agents who are disabled Americans that can work at home. They're now on a new career path. And if you love customer service, those of us who are in the call center industry, we know that it's like coming home. When we meet those people, when we engage, like when I talk with you, we are meeting as peers. And when you have that excitement about customer service, and when you're passionate about making a difference, those careers are a great fit, which means the employers are like, we love these agents that are coming to us through NTI. And they come back to us over and over for years. We have some employer partners who have been coming to us for 17 years to hire agents that have gone through our training. Well, so you've mentioned, uh, you know, a, a long time and you guys have been around a while. So, so long that, that one of your letters of your acronym no longer makes any sense, right? That's shows the evolution of our, of our industry. But you, you talked when we, when we chatted earlier, you spent some time kind of telling me about how this truly got started. And that's, a, to me, that's a really fascinating story. So uh, I'd love it if you would uh, regale us with the tale of how NTA really got off, off the ground and kind of where the idea came from. Sure. I love to share this. So thank you for letting me do this. Uh, MTI was founded by a woman by the name of MJ Willard. And at one point, she was a research assistant for famed psychologist B.F. Skinner. Anyone who has ever had a class on psychology or psychiatry in high school or college will absolutely recognize that name, B.F. Skinner. He was one of the most influential psychologists that we know to date. And at the time that MJ was working as a research assistant for him, she was training monkeys and she had a fun time doing it. She realized that monkeys were really easily trainable and she had the brilliant idea of pairing monkeys who had been trained with Americans who had spinal cord injuries and found it difficult to do certain daily activities that the rest of us don't give any thought to, like turning lights off and on or fetching a drink from the refrigerator or even just turning the pages of a book that you're reading. And so she founded a nonprofit called Monkey Helping Hands, and that was her first foray into the disability. And she was helping these trained monkeys be paired with individuals that needed assistance. And she kept hearing person after person say, I want a job. I just need the accommodation of working at home. And so she decided, how hard can it be? So she founded NTI in 1995, as I mentioned before, with that express mission of helping her new friends in the disability community find those remote jobs. Um, really sadly, I've just learned um, over the past week that the monkey placements, they had been on a temporary hold because of COVID. And the organization has now made a very difficult decision to permanently stop monkey placements. Um, so anyone who was going, oh, that sounds like it's for me, that is no longer going to be an option, unfortunately. But people can still sponsor the monkeys that are placed currently, and all of those will continue to be supported. And those that are retired and no longer needed for whatever reason live out a really nice life, then they will still be supported. So anyone who's interested in that, they can support those monkeys. Where, where would they go for, uh, for that kind of information? You can go to monkeyhelpers.org. 
monkeyhelpers.org. I have to admit, just to maybe kind of bring a, a smile to my face, at least, the um, my first exposure to the idea of a helper monkey was a pretty well-regarded Simpsons episode that you may or may not be familiar with, where Homer goes out and, and procures himself a helper monkey because he loves the idea of having a monkey help him out and do things for him, even though I he has absolutely no need for that. one. Um, it's it's a pretty fantastic episode, and not to pull the, the discussion away from uh, <laughs> from discussing uh, the, the uh, task at hand, but it, it it definitely brings me back. And the monkey's name was Mojo, and of course the the monkey um, eats and eats and eats and becomes very obese and can't it, and eventually basically needs its own helper monkey. Is to <laughs> is the way the way the episode goes. But anyway, not this is not a Simpsons episode. Uh, talk about. So um, one of the things you mentioned uh, that you you dealt with, though, is that at the very beginning, when making the kind of transition into the telecommuting and helping uh, assist uh, find jobs, that the employers were a little bit skeptical or a little bit uh, reticent to say, yes, this is a great idea. I'd love to kind of hear uh, not only what that means, like how did we, how, how did, what were their problems with it? And then also how did we overcome that over time? The biggest challenge is that people in the call center space, some of them have said, you know what, that remote work model, it just cannot or will not work for us. And, you know, 2020 changed all of that. So the COVID-19 pandemic has been um, not a good thing, but it has had a silver lining of having contact centers all over the world say, we absolutely can make that at-home model work. So that's been the biggest hurdle that NTI has faced is coming up with contact centers and finding those that are willing to hire our agents. That now is no longer a problem. We have, you know, contact centers who are coming to us and saying, hey, we know that you have these great agents. You, we know how you've been doing this for so long. Can you please guide us? And luckily, we have a great IT team, a great client services team. And when we have current employer partners or people who are interested in learning more about how they're calling contact centers can partner with us. We aren't just like, well, you have to you know, sign this contract and you have to promise to hire X number of agents. We want people to be able to hire people to work remotely and disabled Americans to do these jobs, even if they aren't using our services. So if we can be of assistance to help you understand that there are benefits that can come and provide those jobs, even if you're not partnering with us, then that's a great situation. I, you know, okay, if we're, if we're going to use references from, you know, pop culture that I'm going to use the reference from um, the um, Macy's um, Thanksgiving day parade in what is that Christmas movie? Uh, what is the Christmas is it movie? I know is it's it so Miracle well. on 34th? Miracle on 34th it, Street. Thank yeah. you. Yes, that's the one where where the mother wants to buy the certain toy and Macy's doesn't have it. And so the, the Santa Claus sends her down the street to their competitor, Gimbals. Well, uh -huh. you know, we don't have competitors. We just have more people that can be aware of the advantages of hiring people within the disability community. And if our mission is furthered by sharing that message, then that's a great thing for us. I love that. I, I I absolutely do. And again, it's just kind of shows that there's not a negative facet to this 
to 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 this idea. There's 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 no downside uh, for for people who are listening that were saying, well, what's the catch? That there's really not a catch. How, how do you, how can you get great employees that want to show up to work that have empathy that will lower your attrition? This is a great way to do it. And you're right. The pandemic, even though uh, negative, has a lot had had a lot of silver linings. And and one of the things that it, this has enabled not just remote work for veterans or for disabled Americans, but remote work in general. I mean, I think about the the roadblocks that you had at the very beginning. A lot of that probably was some employer um, you know, trepidation, but a lot of it was like, our systems just can't support this. I can't put a phone in their house. It's just, I, I can't, I don't, I'd have to run copper wire for miles and miles, right? I, I can't, there's no, we don't have an internet uh, based knowledge based system. We don't have, we don't have chat and video conferencing built into every tool now back at, you know, if we're looking back in the, even the early two thousands, that, that situation wasn't happened, but now thanks to technology, gosh, the, the, the number of things that are spurred on through the mother of necessity, right, uh, is 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 really exciting. So I, I just really love that. I, so I love that the, so much. The the transformation of, you know, all of the the digital transformation and the cloud computing and all of those things have really made partnering a lot easier. And at, once upon a time, every single agent who, you know, wanted to use us and have a job through one of our employer partners had to have, you know, live in a specific locale and have a dedicated phone line, et cetera. And while some jobs do still require that dedicated phone line, there are many, many jobs that don't require that at what's all. A, what's a phone line? You know, I mean, right? do people still have, have those? I, I, don't. I, I don't think we've had a home phone here in 12 years now. <laughs> and I love it how on every form they still ask you for your home phone number. It's like, yes. do I put my cell and then not? Anyway, uh, I digress. So, um, you know. Is is there uh, when when you guys are working with a disabled American, um, is there a particular process you go through to uh, to find the right employee? I, I, so what basically what I'm asking is is what type of what type of employee does NTI look for? We basically let our candidates who come to us wanting to learn, we let them decide if it's the right job for them. So we test them for basic skills. When they come in, they have to have certain things in place. If they don't have those in place, we have self-study courses that we invite them to take so that they can get those skills up to speed. And once they have that skills assessment, then they can enroll into our contact center class. We do have that class. It's a combination of self-study and instructor-led classes, a lot of role play. And we really try to make it clear of what it's going to be like on the job day to day so that those people who do not think that it's a good fit, they can self-select out. We do have another program that is part of NTI called Land a Job that helps people find brick and mortar jobs within their own communities. And if somebody thinks it's not a great fit, then they might be able to transfer over to that division. That, you know, the same thing is true for people who think that they want a job in a brick and mortar within their community and are unsuccessful. They can then come to our NTI at home division and decide whether they want to have those jobs. So once they complete our training, they go into our talent pool. When our employer partners come to us with job requisitions, then 
our internal recruiting team can go to that talent pool, find the people who they think would be a good fit and say, hey, you know, this person or this company is hiring and are you interested? And we have several different models of employment that our employer partners can choose from. They can hire directly from NTI and the employees then become their employees. We have a temp to perm model, which is pretty self-explanatory. And then we have a model where they stay indefinitely on our payroll and under the purview of our HR. And that is something that a lot of our employer partners who are smaller or regional like that, because we're an employer of record and I believe we're currently in 45 or 46 states. So for those contact centers who may only be in one area but want to have the ability to hire talent across the U.S., that's a really great model. Yeah, they don't have to go through the, uh, you know, being licensed in a state or open up, you know, to different labor laws and things like that. You guys can take care of that for them. Right. Yes, we can. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And so it kind of feels like you guys have thought of everything. Like I honestly thought I'd maybe I'll kind of throw you a curveball here, but you're 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 knocking everything out of the park with uh, with with <laughs> well, all the different. Uh, yeah, it's it, it it and and you can you can see why um you know and I'm talking to the listener here. You can see why. I got really excited when I talked to uh, Kate here about the, the what this does because we're bringing a really awesome uh, win-win situation to the forefront that I, I assume a lot of our uh, customers and partners might not fully know about. And what's really great is uh, that this presents an opportunity for a lot of people to to really benefit um, and very much scratch my back, I'll scratch yours kind of a kind of a scenario. Now. I, am I am I correct to understand you also run your own sort of outsourcing contact center as well? Yes, that is true. And that is something that is even uh, less well known. Um, we currently are running a, our longest running contact center is one that we run for the IRS. And I like to share that when the IRS closed its doors during COVID and they sent all of their their brick and mortar contact center people home. That was the real reason that tax season was extended in 2020 because taxpayers couldn't get their questions answered. So, you know, the federal government had to say, well, we are going to extend tax season. The only contact center that stayed open is the one that we were running for the IRS. And that's because our agents were already 100% remote. They're disabled Americans working at home for NTI on the contract that we have with the IRS. So if any of your listeners out there over the past 17 years have ever called the forms and publication line, they've actually been speaking to a disabled American who was working at home that is getting paid by NTI to work on the contract with the IRS. And so, yes, we do run uh, contact centers. We're currently running one as well for uh, Gerber Life, and we're running one for Bristol-Myers Squibb. So for those international listeners that may be wondering, IRS, I'll explain. The IRS stands for Internal Revenue Service, which is the United States tax collecting and assessing body that makes sure that we are paying our taxes appropriately that will chase you down if you don't, or at least they used to. I know that that's, I don't know if that's a big thing anymore, but, not. but uh, that <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's definitely, uh, it's not a uh, organization that people should trifle with. And I think it's so great that, uh, you know, we've heard a lot from our customers about how um, being enabled 
with either remote working or cloud-based technologies has really, really made their transition during the work from home movement easier. And that's such a great example of how basically everybody shut down for probably about two weeks while they tried to figure everything out. And you guys were like, nope, no big deal. I'm sure that uh, there was a few people that got frustrated at how long the hold times were. But uh, well, they <laughs> that were, was... And- and the IRS being that it was the federal government, they were shut down a lot longer than two weeks. <laughs> you know how the government runs. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> but you know, one, another one of our employer partners that we have a really great success story is Amazon. And Amazon said, hey, you know, let's I, we want to hire 30 of your agents. So we sent them 30 agents, excuse me, 50 agents to interview so that they could choose from those 50 agents, which 30 they wanted to hire. And then they came back to us and they said, you know what? We've decided we want to hire 48 of them. And we said, great. And so it really speaks to the quality of the people who complete our training as to, you know, Amazon hired an additional 18 agents that they weren't expecting to do. That's so great. And and I know I keep coming back to this. It's just saying like, I can't find the downside to this. And that's what's really fun about it and why it makes it such a great story. So uh, I think, we, you know, we it's so great to hear the history of NTI and how you guys work through. Um, but I suppose the kind of next question that a lot of people will have is, how can I benefit if I'm a uh, Maybe I'm looking to become an employer partner, or I'd like to utilize the uh, the staffing ability of NTI to drive some of my staff. Um, how would I get in touch with you to 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 learn more and to start that process? Well, people are always welcome to get in touch with me. Um, usually, the easiest place to do that is on LinkedIn. So you can just look, you know look for me, Kate Browse on LinkedIn. Feel free to email me. It's K Browse, so K B R O U S E at nticentral.org, or you can just visit nticentral.org for people who are interested in employer partners. If any of your listeners are disabled Americans or family caretakers or know someone who would be interested in using our free job training services, then you would want to send them to nticathome.org. Have you considered working outside the United States or is that a possibility? That is something that we have looked at, um, but right now our focus is just on American citizens and veterans with disabilities. Sure. That's, it's no problem. Uh, but I was sure the question was probably going to be asked by someone. Uh, we do get uh, downloads in Australia and uh, all over the world. So uh, you know, thought that we- might be a Our model is not exclusive and we actually have a lot of people, especially in Canada, we get a lot of questions from Canada about, you know, can can you you, you do something like this here? And if we're like, if there's somebody out there who's listening that wants to do something like this in another country, we would be very happy to share with you some of the know-how because we would like to help people in other countries get jobs that have disabilities and have other employer partners around the world understand the benefits that come with hiring the disability community. And that's exactly why I asked is because there's hopefully going to be somebody who listens to this that says, you know what, this will work really, really well in Canada, or this will work really, really well in Australia. And I want to know lessons learned and how how to go about it. So if there's anybody uh, that hears this that is interested, just contact Kate and uh, we'll be she'll, she'll be happy to kind of uh, give you as much information as she could possibly share on that. Because I think that's what we're, we're all in this together, right? We're in this to, uh, to try and promote and bring 
bring um, new opportunities for people that maybe don't have all the benefits of full mobility or the ability to drive every day or get up and go to work in the same way that that uh, a, a a fully enabled person would. So that's great. So what about if one of the employers wanted to? Uh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. What if the employees? What if what if there is someone who is uh, is disabled that could take advantage of this? What website would they go to? That's ntiathome.org. Great. So if you're out there and you feel like you might be able to benefit from this program and would like to, uh, that's a great place to go and spend some time. So you know, it's really I, great right now, Dave. Excuse me. I didn't mean to no, interrupt you, but something that, that we really want people to know is that, you know, we don't discriminate. We don't care what kind of disability you have, whether that's depression or anxiety or PTSD. We're not only interested in helping people who may have a visible, visible disability like multiple sclerosis or, uh, you know, um, cerebral palsy, some such like that. But it's the invisible disabilities that are a big part of the community that we serve as well. And so that's something that's really important. So you may think, I don't have a disability. I just have a diagnosis of PTSD. Well, guess what? That's a disability and that that makes you eligible for our services. Oh, that's fantastic. And so really, I think the goal is, or the, the point is, do not automatically disqualify yourself if you feel like you're not. Uh, let's work through the process and see about getting placement um, and, and what's available. Because at the end of the day, if you're not, um, if you don't end up having something that would, would consider to be an official disability, we're still going to help you attempt to locate a position that that would benefit you and and really enable you to live uh, a somewhat normal life and that's i think that's the real goal correct correct oh that's awesome well kate i cannot tell you enough how much I appreciate you spending some time with us here on the Calabrio podcast. Um, it's so amazing to hear of, of a great organization, a great story, a great background, um, something that is very beneficial to all parties all around. Um, before we get out of here, any other final thoughts, points that you'd like to make, anything we didn't cover? I know it's just that plug for if you don't use our services to hire disabled Americans or disabled people in whatever country your listeners are in, just consider the benefits of reaching out to the disability community and being inclusive. That's my message. That's that's wonderful. And I could not agree more. And you know what? If if NTI is not the answer, go to Gimbal's. That's the that's <laughs> the lesson learned today, right? So um, yes, we definitely encourage that. And of course, if there's anything uh, Calabrio can do to help that, you're welcome to reach out to us any, any way you can. Um, go to calabrio.com, send us a message. We will make sure to get connected with the right parties here as well. And that's something we are very much looking forward to do. So Kate, uh, again, thank you for spending some time with with us. Everybody that's listening, our guest today was Kate Browse from NTI, who does placement of uh, disabled Americans in contact center and remote working positions, which is an absolutely fantastic story. Um, My name is Dave Hookstra. I am so thankful that you guys spend some time with us today, and uh, we we hope you look forward to the next episode. So uh, having said that, Kate, again, thank you. The pleasure was mine. Oh, absolutely. All right. Everyone have a fantastic rest of your day and we'll see you on the next episode of Working Smarter from Calabrio. Have a great day.